0: Hello and welcome back to Black O'Cops Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Invincible. This is season one, episode five. That actually hurt. Written by Christine Leva. I believe that's how you say her name. And directed by Jade Barker. I gave Baker. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I enjoyed it start to finish. That twist at the end. Oh. That was nice. That was real nice. (laughs) Um, This entire episode, uh, episodes I should say, are just crazy. And they turn the superhero genre kind of on itself. And I like the way they're playing with it. A world in which the Marvel uh, Universe really is, but not quite as brutal. I continue to be so here for it. Let's go ahead and jump into the recap. We start with our song of the episode, Make Way for the King by Ohana Bam, which uh, is a really good song. If you had not heard it before, I had. It's a great musical choice, too, as Titan makes his second entrance, but his true entrance into the show, takes down a warehouse of goons. My favorite two deaths in the scene was when he threw the gun into the guy's skull. And then the one guy died by his own bullet as it ricocheted off of him. Congratulations, you played yourself. Titan is clearly Luke Cage. <laughs> or this show's version of it. He tells the kid to tell Mr. Lou.
1: You're gone. Fired. Out of here. Ain't nothing I can do for you
0: so stay off my turf that kid really did shoot he wasn't even mad It's like get the fuck out of here like why do i gotta tell you something twice titan then burns another place leaving many homeless but instead of disregarding the situation he offers them money and directions to a place that they can go invincible apparently this was also a uh, part of machine head's insurance scam but invincible is failing at juggling both his superhero life with growing fame and his personal life being late to everything he's supposed to be on time for including his relationship and dates with amber mark decides to quit his job i think that his priorities are a little bit off-center and his dad is not helping the situation (laughs) whatsoever and i do feel a little bit like his mom should be a touch more involved other than just giving good speeches titan seems to be forced to do these things though that he isn't comfortable with including dropping a man off a building he was about to drop him but then he was like look i'm gonna give you three more weeks but that's all i got misharley is it misharley i think it's misharley misharley that feels more accurate ali voices him and if you didn't know he was cottonmouth in Luke H. <laughs> Mark and Nolan have a similar situation in the sky holding the guy by his ankle, except Nolan allows him to fall for a long ass time considering catching him. He's then late to school and is caught by the principal who grabs him to discuss his attendance issue. I feel that's a time in which you bring in the parents of the situation. I know he's 17, but he's still a minor. So I feel like that should be a three-way conversation to be had. Not only that, he really is disinterested in learning absolutely anything. He's immediately like, I don't want to go to college. Maybe you should want to. You should stop living on the laurels of the fact that you're a superhero and you won't have any need for having an actual brain. But I like that Eve continues to point out to him, no, that shit's important. Titan continues doing whatever he's doing, making sure civilians don't waste their lives stopping him. And they do seem to respect him a lot. Like, yeah, I'm coming in here to steal this chip, but you make minimum wage. Do you really want to lose your life over this? Just shoot your gun up in the air. Let me leave. And you did what you had to do invincible continues to shuck his personal life unable to make a date but better not miss dinner with her mom i did laugh the way he said i was hit by something unexpectedly and that dude kept trying to hit him and he's like dude don't you see i'm busy isotope or machine head gets his chip isotope is his um i guess someone who helps him out that can teleport him away at any time And this is who Titan has been working for, paying off a debt that he borrowed. When he wants out, he tells him he's too useful and he'll never let him go, threatening his family.
1: I don't like that kind of talk.
0: And that's fucked up because he doesn't want to be hired muscle, but he's kind of being forced into it. Well, not kind of, he is. Back with Dad, Nolan watches as Mark stops an asteroid from impacting Earth, just barely, then throws it back into the void. then tells him that was a baby one amber is not happy he missed dinner with her mom by two hours showing up with dessert she lays it out for him like am i important to you or not because you need to figure out your priorities between yes helping your family but it's been three months and more often than not you are a shit boyfriend and i think that she's in love with him and she's waiting for the i l used to be exchanged you know a woman never really wants to say it first in the 21st century well maybe some women <laughs> i feel as if i would not say it unless he said it first but he does not end up saying it or anything else for that matter and at the three month point yes that is a serious relationship in which the love is either coming or it's already happened and if it hasn't then you need to let it go and if it has then you need to tell her the secret dad calls for more training as an elephant is robbing a store when he's walking home all upset he doesn't want to do it but he feels the pressure to do so because dad all he has to say is Mark. under pressure under pressure titan gets home and brings ice cream for his daughter vanessa his wife ain't pleased that they're still in the game so uh samantha is the mom right because eve is the one who asked the shitty parents i wasn't sure when someone screamed samantha who that was in the scene or maybe i was just spaced out but they're not great parents because they're all like oh rex you should forgive him men make mistakes like what kind of shit who says that to their daughter Sadly, a lot of parents do say this to their children. Um, you know, just stick it out. Forgive him because you think that they can somehow protect you. Like, This is not the fucking 12th century, sir. <laughs> not only am I powerful in my own right, the right thing to do is be upset for me and how I was treated because you would never want your child to be treated that way. Debbie finds the notebook of the demon left for her and knows the proof is in the costume. Invincible is enjoying his superhero status and gets Titan's SOS. He comes down like you missed a few letters. Paint is expensive and you got a long ass name. (laughs) But I guess seeing him with his daughter as he was, you know, drying off an elephant is what really gave him the idea like, oh, are you a superhero, daddy? And he's not considered a superhero, even though he wants to do good by the people that is his. And yet you have an actual superhero who doesn't give a shit about that. Or at least it never was the super, super responsibility to care about that. (laughs) So I, I feel like there's a little bit more that is the cinematic universe right you got the lesser known heroes on the ground and then you got the the marvel the big dc heroes well with dc i feel as if it's located um because they do more local but with marvel certainly like they're usually not dealing with small shit it's always <laughs> some type of end of the world type bullshit he definitely sees mark as a rich kid from the suburbs so he doesn't understand the intricacies of being a criminal and working for one unwillingly, seeing as Machine Head is forcing him to. Uh, everything illegal in the city is run by him and wants Invincible to help him take him down. Mark at first declines, claiming he's a bigger picture type of guy, but Titan says, let me show you what you can't see from the sky
1: it's the hard knock life for us
0: it's the hard knock life for us he also tells him he borrowed the money for his sick daughter mark discusses it at dinner with his both his parents he's definitely a mama's boy as he always sides with her but nolan tells him the man may be lying and even so it's beneath him while debbie agrees people aren't whom they say they are yeah i'm looking at you nolan but helping someone is never beneath him he says he'll sleep on it the b team because they have not risen to the a team occasion Uh, they come back to headquarters where rex has instilled a beer machine because that's more very i don't know how the fuck he's on this team seriously they high five their fight and think that they won and make jokes at robots expense continuously but samson tells them it wasn't a success seeing as 24 civilians ended up in the hospital because they fought like individual assholes instead of a team sam pulls up the fight and shows where they all could have done better they let a bus crash and it had kids on it duplicate at least admits maybe just maybe he's right while rex continues to be someone no one would want why won't you die Robot has a thing for Monster Girl. I wrong, woo, for could be for who bitches about being the only person that sacrificed anything because she's a week younger. Bitch, do it look like I can, no. Bitch, then don't be a superhero. I don't know how that could be any more simply made for you. You choose to make these choices and thus what do you mean you're the only person that sacrificed anything fuck you that really pissed me off and samson is doing more actual running of this team than robot is eve continues to harp to mark that it is indeed important to know where places are in the world as he just very casually admits that he's failing high school like that's a good look Amber comes by as they have a volunteer date later on tonight and invites Eve to join, who accepts. She also tells Amber that Mark is a really good guy when he leaves and that he's really into her. But she is pretty much on her last leg with his nonsense. Amber had remarked that Beckwell was her second home when her mom was gone, which resonates with Mark when he hears the same words about Fiona from Titan so he agrees to help but says i got plans later that he is guaranteed to fuck up if he would just tell her this wouldn't be a problem which makes me feel that he has a commitment issue which only strengthens amber's case the mauler welcomes his new twin into the world when robot shows up fighting like a sensei to request their dna and replication technique in exchange for we don't know yet Debbie asked Nolan to pick up some things for dinner from all over the world to give her 20 minutes to search for the costume that he hid in a bag still bloodied. She couldn't wait until he was on assignment somewhere to do this. The ambush on Machine goes awry seeing as he can predict outcomes with his upgrade and saw this coming. Thus paid several other heroes to deal with them from different worlds I believe that were they were transported at least that one beast guy was from one because he said i'm out isotope showing up to transport them eve shows up to help amber at the kitchen who tells her in 15 minutes mark gonna be on the curb and i like that they're developing a friendship aside from the male character and i also like that her characterization says she's not going to hold on to a man that's not showing up for her Both Titan and Mark are brutally beaten, electrocuted, and lavified, with Nolan watching from afar. Mark gets angry when he realizes that Titan's at death's door and kills a few, more like wounds, but he's stopped by the other beast in the room. Nolan gets an anonymous tip, no doubt from, or Cecil gets an anonymous tip from Nolan for the Beast Squad to show up, and they really came in like they was not about to get absolutely annihilated.
1: You got knocked the fuck out, man.
0: I mean, everybody got fucked up. I'm pretty sure Samson is dead. Monster Girl looks dead. Mark is barely holding on, but we know his kind can sustain a lot of damage and recover in days. Titan apologizes it ended this way and hopes that he survived, but he got to take care of his own. I didn't necessarily know what he meant by that in that moment. And the B-Squad didn't. Managed to regain control of the situation by working as a team as samson had been trying to tell them all along now The civilians are y'all friends Uh, Cecil Shows up after the fact to bring everybody back to life because they got that kind of medicine (laughs) Isotope had disappeared before the popo showed up and it looks like just as mark is flatlining As Mark flatlines, he sees his dad, then watches him disappear.
1: Why don't you love me, daddy?
0: You know that was the lesson he was trying to teach his son. It was a brutal fucking lesson to everyone. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of the fuck you think you fucking with. I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here.
1: King Kong ain't got shit on me.
0: Mark was getting cocky nobody is listening to him he is legit savage showing humanity for what it is for better and worse and how superheroes fit into that mix he was used but it wasn't as if it wasn't for the betterment of human beings Titan had Isotope on his side the whole entire time, having conceived the plan without actually lying to the kid, but clearly not playing the whole truth as he literally becomes Luke Cage in season three, replacing Cottonmouth, but in a way that is actually going to make the city better by filling in that power vacuum with someone who would do better with said power. And for that to happen, he had to use one of the supers to make it work. And it almost cost them their life. But at the same time, he really did help a lot of people because now they're not under the thumb of a tyrant. But someone's gotta run it. But Nolan sees these people as beneath him. No, I don't know. I don't know why that's racist, but that's, that's, that's racist. I don't know why it is, but that's racist, homie, listen. And he let his son reach the brink of death to prove his point so that he can see things his way. Like, oh, look what happened to you trying to help these lesser thans. And that should toughen him up. Except he, a human, will understand exactly how humans are. And it's clear that Nolan, while understanding them on a technical level, does not understand them on an emotional level whatsoever. And that's all my thoughts on the episode. We do have feedback, so let's go ahead and hop into the mailbag. Starting first, Shy. Come on, Break it up, give it to me, come on.
1: Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Invincible Episode 5. I know I had mentioned that I would watch it last weekend, but I definitely did not do that. I don't know. it was a lot going on last weekend, so I ended up not being able to get to it. And so, yeah, I got to it today because I know that you're going to do the podcast today for this episode so um I wanted to make sure I watched it and um I mean I did enjoy it um, I like last episode better but I didn't do enjoy this one because it progressed certain things that and then we got to see other things that's setting up you know what's the sure is to come in the next few episodes I forget how many episodes this season had was it 10 I think it was 10 anyway um i liked how deborah is continuing to look into nolan's shadiness that 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 he didn't sweet sweet talk her into forgetting about all her feelings and intuitions that she has about something not being right and of course it doesn't it didn't hurt that he was acting um the way he was acting in this episode again which um you know, kept her trying to figure out what the truth was and what was going on with Nolan, especially with his attitude when, um, Mark came to him about Titan and helping out with that situation. And he's like, oh yeah, that's beneath us. We don't, and it's like, I know, she's looking, I'm like, well, as a superhero, oh, you should be wanting to help save whoever, it shouldn't matter, uh, what the situation is or um what's going on people need saving and that should be something you're inspired to do but obviously not um well, of course we are we we've seen that in previous episodes that he kind of picks and chooses when he wants to get involved which is why he doesn't work for um man um Cecil yeah you'll have to I mean I'm I'm really tired so you are just gonna have to forgive me for uh forgetting some stuff and not names are just not coming to me right now um so yeah so i'm just gonna say how i how it is um without uh if i forget a name i forget a name i think it's cecil yes yeah, Cecil. anyway um so i'm glad she's continuing to look into that and she found the because i was wondering you know you know, I was figuring as much as in regards to the, I thought the costume, his costume was in the closet, uh, which is why they showed that. But yeah, it was in the, up in the, in the kitchen area. So I'm fine. I find it interesting that he didn't get rid of it completely. But again, that probably is the, um, egotistical person in him that, you know, doesn't think that he needs to get rid of it so and then we have mark who is training with dad and getting stronger better it's been a few months according to everyone i think they said three months because uh amber i think amber mentioned that they've been dating for three months and there's been three months of him not showing up on time and and all that stuff or not showing up at all so there's some tension in their relationship which is not surprising and as it just reminds me a little bit of uh, the Flash season one with uh, Barry and Iris with him not, but obviously to a different degree, cause they're dating unlike Barry and Iris, but you know, keeping a secret identity, that trope, it just never works out, you know, and Eve said it correctly. If you plan on being in a relationship with her, you're gonna have to let her know eventually. Or you're going to have issues like he ha- he's having in this episode. So um, I have a feeling that he's going to end up having to tell her. Um, because what other choice does he have? Or she's going to find out like Iris did. <laughs> she just finds out on her own. Um, because, you know, they're an idiot. Um, then we saw Eve and her-, and her douche parents, especially her dad. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway, it was just such a... <laughs> That was such a random scene that they threw in there with her, and I guess her real name is Samantha. Uh, wasn't they calling her Samantha anyway? Um, and then the the team, the team I forget uh, that took over for the one that Nolan killed. What was their name? The Guardians. Um, so the new Guardians, they just they were just a hot mess. They just keep taking them L's. It's like, wow, they really, uh, (laughs) I mean, they eventually, you know, got that. I mean, actually, they really didn't. The dude just left, said, yeah, y'all not worth my time. And he peaced out because they was about to take a a considerate L. Um, They took an L, but not as bad because uh, uh, it it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But we did have Mark and Monster Girl and Black Samson go down. Um, during the fight in their uh, fight to take down Machine Head and uh, of course we got Mark Mark's blood being taken for some shady reason that we don't know yet I guess they're trying to figure out a way to uh, neutralize um, fight vitru- whatever their they're their I don't know the V whatever they're, they're called so um what else i'm trying to figure out i mean i i know you mentioned it before in your feedback about him watch looking at pictures of amber and at miles and mars but my question for the room uh, how is his how is his phone working in space it shouldn't work in that atmosphere uh I'm like, I don't know if that's that's a thing, you know, in Mars or in space when he received a text message from Amber. I'm like, I don't know if your phone is just supposed to be working up there, but okay. Um we saw Titan with his ulterior motives of um, using Mark. Um so I guess no one was kinda right, you know, it wasn't he wasn't on the up and up in regards to his motives for why he wanted to get rid of machine head um so but at the same time yeah but he used mark or he tried to use mark to get uh to take over the city i guess he felt like he could do a better job but machine had had a i guess he's able to predict the future but he wasn't able to predict is that what he was saying um but anyway so but yes, him and his family, he's taking over and we're going to see how that goes. And then we got them taking Mark's blood to study it. We'll see how that goes. Then we got the clone guy. The robot is hiring him to do some type of a job that he's needing him to do. So that's going to be interesting. So yeah, we got so many little things, little shady side deals going on to... I'm sure, uh, come to some point, um, in the season, sorry, I mean, if I, was, I mean, I'm probably, my voice, I know I can hear it in my voice that I'm dragging, um, yeah, it's been a long week, I'm really tired, it's Saturday, and I'm still feeling it from this week, so it was, uh, one of those types of weeks, um, that I'm still trying to recover from before I start another one, so, um, but yeah, so. So my brain is just not coming up with stuff when I'm needing it to, even though I just, I mean, this episode is fresh in my mind, but still, I'm just, uh, having a tough time. But anybody else, I thought that when I originally saw, even though Black Samson doesn't have the powers that Titan does, when I first saw him, uh, I I thought that was him. So, yeah, I was like, what? I didn't know he had that power. So I thought that was the same person. They're like, no, these are two different people. So I, I thought that was funny that <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, they really did make them look similar in this uh, episode. So, well, that's all I got for this one. Um, yeah, um, my, Yeah, that's all I'm able to think of right now. So... I'll just listen to you recount everything and put whatever uh, I'm missing and not thinking about in your feedback and your or your response to my feedback. So, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black or Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy.
0: That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode, so she liked the previous one more. A few notes. Forgot to mention that they did take the predictor from uh the predictor chip from the one guy from machine head cecil did so i kind of equated it to the thinking cap like we're able to predict you know reactions or, or outcomes the notepad was in the closet so i guess that was the indication of why they focused there and then the costume yeah being in the house that does make sense he would be egotistical enough to be like yeah and everyone knows It's not really a secret. He knows Cecil knows or suspects, and both men are playing the politics right now. And they know that they can't take him down. If he took out all of the guardians, what then does that mean? Like, we don't want to confront him until we're ready for that confrontation. And that's what leads back to the blood of they're trying everything to see what would break him. And the one guy is convinced it has something to do with the blood, but they're not successful at this point. Very good West uh, Wes Allen comparison with him and Amber because yeah it doesn't work out like that but one could also say it's a Hattie <laughs> situation too depending on how it goes in the next three episodes. Yeah I always forget to mention the end credit scenes in my recap. I don't know what's going on with that and I don't know shit about space. I know there's antennas around. I don't think it would make it to Mars but who knows this is a different type of universe <laughs> so i didn't think too much about it and i understand the motives completely about why titan did what he did i mean he used someone technically who didn't give a shit about him until he made him care and he did it for the per like hey you can take these hits i can't <laughs> so i, I would i fully comprehended what was going on with the titan situation and yeah the little people we are that and they were not the concern of other people in this cinematic universe so while yeah he did in a way utilize or use invincible he did it for perfectly valid reasons and it was the only way he can get himself under and other people up under the the thumb of a tyrant now if he himself becomes a tyrant then there's a problem but because i Because he knows what it's like, and because he has something worthy keeping him good, he is not likely to go that route. These sound tired, but we all tired, girl. It just is what it is.
2: Next up, it's Mimi. What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Invincible, um, season one, episodes one through five. Um, I'm just gonna give a brief overview um, like probably character by character or at least I guess the characters that I particularly enjoyed or the characters that I am suspicious of but I probably won't go through all the characters oh and I'll probably talk about the ones that annoy the hell out of me um first I want to say you were right I think the beginning the reason I didn't like the episode in the beginning it was just too many dumb things happening um I was like why like are they like purposely making this shit ridiculously like comical like is it supposed to be ridiculous um and then I didn't see the last like six minutes I don't know it 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 looked like it went off but then there was some stuff afterwards and then I, I realized that that's how the show kind of does it so now I make sure that prime goes to the next episode before I stop it because there's some stuff I'd be almost missing so the last, I, it probably, maybe it was like five or four minutes, I'm not sure, but that definitely changed the game on episode one. And then it just got better and better as the, the episodes went on. And um, now that I've finished watching five, I need to jump on to six because it was really, really good. Um, so I guess first, let's just talk about Invincible. First of all, I've, um, you know how Prime is when you pause it, you can see like the actor's name so the guy who played glenn off the walking dead uh stephen yen oh my god i did not know he was in this and sandra is it sandra oh what San- from um Grey's anatomy she plays uh invincible's mom like oh my god love it and then i recognize his voice from anywhere um omni man uh, J- jk what is his name I'm drawing a blank here. J.K. What is his last name? He was in that show you tried to get me to watch. What was the name of that? Simmons. I just looked it up, so I want to pretend like I <laughs> remembered it. But uh, his voice is pretty recognizable, so I knew him right away. But I love, I love the character or the actors they have with the characters' voices. Uh, it just, it just worked. They work so well. Uh, first let's talk about invincible because i I guess you know the superhero getting their powers late you know i guess that's like a story arc that they go with a lot but he was 17 all right so what annoys me about his dad and his training is it's like he's like you know he got his powers so late oh i didn't think it was gonna be like this if he got his powers late shouldn't that mean you've had way more time to plan this like if he did have powers when he was a, a freaking infant <laughs> you wouldn't have any time to think about it because it's like now not only are you raising a child for the first time you're raising a super he went through he went through his infancy he went through toddlerhood he went through uh preschool adolescence he's almost grown now and he just got his powers and you you acting like you didn't have no time to prepare and his mom uh like you like assuming that that's the reason allowing omni-man to use that as an excuse i'm like i know you got to be smarter than this like dude we've had 17 years it could have he could have not gotten his powers like i would have been making the assumption maybe he's not going to get his powers but no like you were getting ready for this according to you And now you just, you know, I don't know what to do. He got up so late. (laughs) Did you stop planning things after he didn't get it at, you know, 12? I I don't know. Whatever. But um, I just hate that they (laughs) keep allowing Invincible to do things when he's clearly not good at it. Like, yes, he's super strong. He can fly. He can take a hit um, and get up. But... He's not good at his job. He's done nothing to make y'all think that y'all should just keep giving him jobs. Like, y'all don't want to train anybody. Like, even the um, new super group, they were trash. And they just kept letting them get up and destroying shit. Like, they're not doing a good job. Like, maybe y'all should shut this down and get the motherfuckers ready before you unleash them to the world. Like, ugh, it was <laughs> so annoying. Um, what was the other me think uh let's talk about Adam Eve real quick because I do like her character I was all ready to just despise her just because of the stereotypical way she looked and the way they made her seem in the beginning I was like I had my mouth ready to dra- talk shit about her to be dragging her but she actually turned out to be pretty cool um even though she seemed popular and like snobbish that wasn't at all who she was i loved an episode five when her and um what's her name amber Uh, yeah amber and uh adam eve uh became friends but it sounded like her her parents call her stephanie or what was it i'm pretty sure it wasn't like was it samantha I'm not sure, but they called her something that was definitely not what I thought it was. I thought her name was going to be, like, Eve, because that's what everyone's calling. But her family called her. her Mom screamed out Stephanie, I think, in episode four when she left the house. Speaking of which, her parents look nothing like her. Like, I don't want to say somebody's lying, but I think maybe somebody might be lying. Um who else did I like? Oh, you know I can't go this episode or this uh, feedback without talking about my girl Amber because I was all ready to think she was a throwaway character because they had her in the beginning and then Um, and Mark was all like leave her alone and he got it probably got his ass whooped and then we didn't see her anymore and then surprise surprise now that's his girlfriend I really think it's too early and he's too young to be telling a girl his secret but I feel like that's where they leaning for like I don't think he can successfully get away with telling her I'm invincible like I don't know how he's gonna explain himself at this point since not only did he miss it, I mean, maybe they'll say he was in a car accident. I'm sure that friggin' agency can come up with something believable why he wasn't there. And then Amber, of course, is going to feel terrible because she was talking shit about him and hating him and he was dying. So she'll probably feel bad and stay with him in the hospital. But still, I don't think he can tell her his secret. Not yet, especially (laughs) with all the family drama he got going on. Now we might as well talk to Omni, man, because I, see, I was originally thinking that you know, he killed whatever that daggone supergroup. I got off work and I'm trying to send this before I go to sleep. So it's possible that my brain is going to stop functioning. So the bare minimum is probably all you're going to get. So I I'm, I know I'm going to forget people's names. I have the list of names, but the events that occur, if I can't think of it, I'm just going to skip over it. Um, so I was thinking that he was brainwashed or he got taken over something to that sort um because and that what made me think that was with the robot um i think that's his name robot uh breaking out the the was it the Moloff twins whatever the two blue brothers breaking them out of the whatever that maximum security prison was uh it looked like he was doing something ominous as well but i mean now i think he was just He's in love with the what is it monster girl (laughs) and he's trying to save her because she keeps every time she morphs out she ages younger and she's really 24 but she has the body of an adolescent she looks probably like 14 and every time she hawks out and uses her beast power she ages backwards so I think he's trying to fix her because for whatever reason he's in love with her I knew the moment that it happened that he was looking at her like oh my god I love you and she clearly literally said how would you know robot like she ain't thinking about him at all so I feel like (laughs) that love of his was like so wasted and I wish they would at least made her nice to him so that I could be rooting for them but I'm not because she was an asshole and she almost looks like she's like getting close to freaking plosion which he is such trash. I hate that he is a superhero. Okay, he can throw these, like, bombs. He's not even good at tossing them. And he's pretty shitty. He's a chicken. He's an, like, asshole. Okay, clearly he's an attractive... He's supposed to be an attractive uh, person. You can look at the cartoon and tell that they made him to look attractive. Okay, but he's a dick. And he's not even that good. So, I he's really hard to deal with actually even all of the superheroes that they had like episode five when um oh god I can't believe old dude played uh Mark like that but when they were fighting those those uh monsters like first of all like okay so they had the lava guy the weird dude with the they look like the things you go into when you Again, your car wash, little flappy things in the middle of his chest and then the electric alien and then the friggin, I don't know. He looked like a cyber cat, uh, a sight. Cy- what are they called? Saber tooth tiger or something like that. But blue. I don't know. None of those those villains looked particularly dangerous. But when they were started whooping everybody's ass, like and it literally do like pounded invincible to death like i i thought for sure he was dead he smushed the black dude's head like all of that like okay i didn't think they were that tough but clearly that dude was a boss from another planet um and then like they had the new guys come in i was like am i supposed to be impressed like they suck the one girl shrinks okay i guess she has some combat skills but her power sucks and we watch duplicate get her ass beat and killed multiple times i was like so we know she's trash we know rex is trash monster girl i thought might have actually had a chance she was the one that got murked okay and i'm starting to wonder how robot is such a in charge person because he he's not that great of a hero either anyway so that was like the b team to me so i was under impressed with them i guess they won but at the cost of three of their people and it seemed like they got angry and just started fighting better but that didn't or i guess harder but that didn't mean they were better components anyway that has nothing to do with anything but i just the superheroes that they are making us supposedly root for are disgusting like you want to root for omni 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 man but he's clearly got some shit under his uh i don't even know how to explain it he got some i guess in his closet but he's a skeleton and his wife is quite the detective um oh I also like the dark blood guy the demon detective that was pretty cool um I know they sent him back to hell but I think he put some some easter eggs everywhere so that someone could solve the case um I am curious to know what the hell happened why Omni Man would just decide to murder everybody he doesn't seem like the person we saw at the beginning of so one and the person we see now doesn't seem like the same person he has like a complete personality change even the way he watched his son get his ass beat like that just seems out of character but i mean maybe he was pretending for a long time and now he doesn't care anymore maybe he's waiting for his son to get his power so he can show his true colors i'm not sure but i like that aspect of it um Who else was someone that I really liked? Um, I liked, uh, Mark's best friend. (laughs) I think it's cute that they made his best friend gay just to show that a heterosexual guy and a homosexual guy can be best friends. That's not weird. It's actually one of the things that I feel like would make people not feel like they have to come out of the closet if it was so open that it didn't even make a difference. So i do like i like that aspect of their friendship um he still treats him like a best friend like don't be gross you know clean your room up uh, try not to be too nerdy like still trying to help his friend out and like we were it, we told they told us that in the beginning that dude was gay and they haven't brought it up because that's really not that important but it does show that they're like trying to be open when it comes to like you know creating characters and best friends and stuff like that um and i do like that um i guess the last thing i can talk about is uh cecil um i'm not sure if i'm imagining things but is his face supposed to be deformed or if he's just supposed to look old i'm not sure he has superpowers too so i'm curious to know if he used to be a superhero and now he just runs the business um his character though is very intriguing like i don't know if he's supposed to be a good guy or bad guy i have no idea maybe we're not supposed to know maybe he is he's neither maybe he's one of those people that are so into doing the right thing for to help with the like whatever can help the most people that they're neutral when it comes like i guess you know it's not black or white kind of evil good because he even knew that the demon detective guy didn't do it he knew that he was uh being set up but he was like you know i gotta do what i gotta do he's like and i had some people put this read this uh expulsion book whatever you call it when you expel a demon you know what I'm talking about we had to, had some really smart people put this book together sorry my bad but yeah I gotta do what I gotta do S- side note the dark blood demon detective the way he talks I don't know I really like it it's so weird and peculiar but he talks like how I would imagine if you could have your pet talk like if you could make a, your pet dog talk that's how they would talk I don't know why but I thought it was cute which is weird whatever doesn't matter um I think that's all I have I I really didn't write notes on these episodes because I, I was watching them during my lunch breaks and you know in between work shifts because um, I just wanted to get them done but for the next uh episodes I'm gonna try and just jot some stuff down in case I have questions because if I, i'm assuming it's 10 episodes this season um i don't know if they even renewed it for a season two i hope so but um that way we can throw out some theories or i can you know we can talk back and forth um let me know what episodes we're gonna uh we're gonna do if we're gonna do all of them or just a couple whatever i'm in so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out
0: That was Mimi with her thoughts, feelings, and observations. A few notes. J.K. Simmons was in counterpart. uh, B team or any team. Why wouldn't we use them as cannon fodder? (laughs) Versus our flesh and blood. We can heal them. Our ass go down very quickly. So while they're not the best. They certainly are better. I don't think that. Amber's going to be coming to the hospital. I could be wrong. Lord knows I am plenty of times. But I do think that the last words of her getting really bad news. um, Her being Eve. And then her turning around being like Mark loves you. You know and I know it's hard to love someone back when you don't think they love you. And just know that if he could be here he would be here. And I'm sure on the news the next day it's going to be like oh look the B team people from that. You know, it's it's going to be invincible in the hospital or something to that effect. And that's going to cause her to start suspecting the truth. But I don't think that she's going to be like let in because she's not been actually let in. And her, um, uh, uh, him being robot fixing, like that didn't even occur to me. That theory that he's doing all of this to help her de-age or stop de-aging that makes sense or be the appropriate age i should say i didn't even think about that so that's a good theory um there seems to be a theme of loving someone that doesn't possibly love you back in this episode so uh just wanted to point that out (laughs) and now the heroes are very flawed but people and i like that like that aspect of The characterizations, because that's real. (laughs) All people with power don't just all of a sudden be the flash. They might be people who want to use their powers for good, but they're also just people that might not just happen to be a Barry Allen. And Barry Allen is still problematic. And Debbie been watching what we are all seeing. So is she a detective or just dealing with the obvious clues? And I feel like uh damien darkwood whatever his name is (laughs) our faux hellboy pointed her in the direction that was very like you're watching your husband and his reactions and they are very telling great comment about william being the gay friend but we don't need to focus on his sexuality because that's not the focus of who he is That's why I really wasn't a huge fan of people like... Well, we should focus on the... No, there's still supposed to be people. That's just something... Like, sometimes less is really more. (laughs) And I don't... I didn't think Cecil had superpowers. Once again, could be wrong. I thought he was using tech um, to transport. So... I think he's all about humankind versus the supers. And he's all about utilizing them when it makes sense. But also... Humans need to protect themselves against said supers. And it has been renewed for two seasons, for season two and three. And it's eight episodes, not ten for this season. So there will be plenty of time to figure out why Nolan has done what he duffed done. I think we're going to get a hint by the end of the season. But because it has been two seasons that they have renewed it, it's, it's a long, arching theme. So that is it for this week. If you want to send feedback for our next episode, I will just be throwing out when I'll be recording it the day before. So if you're already watching episode six, just send it in, blackrollcouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blackroll magic.